What's up, everybody? Welcome. And uh, so excited you're with us today, however you may be, wherever you may be watching. Glad that you're joining us today with my wife, Jessica. Excited that she's hanging out with us today. And then also our children's director, Vanessa, is with us today. Got a whole bunch of great stuff to share with you. So I want to start off by just saying we miss you. Yes. Uh, we miss you so much already. For those of you that are Enneagram people. <laughs> I'm a seven on the Enneagram, so like I, advent I like adventure, I like people, I like connecting. So I am just miserable right now being quarantined <laughs> away from people. So I miss you like crazy and being in the hallway with you, and I know they miss you too. Yeah. And, um, yep, I miss getting coffee with you at the coffee bar. You miss people or coffee? Yeah. Which is it? And your kids, I miss the high five, seeing them excited, running into church, so. Yes. Yeah. Mostly late, right? Running yeah. up to kids yeah. in the street, right? <laughs> or the kids pushing all the printer tape yeah. coming out. Yeah, yeah. Jamming yeah. it. You, you miss all that. Yeah. Some of you, I heard stories, you're having church at home, which means you have no travel here. And I'm hearing stories that some of you are still late to church, even at home, like you're rushing into this time. So hope that's not you today. You know who you are because I just actually talked to you. So um, excited to be interacting this way. One thing that you're going to notice this week we're really excited about yeah. is we are Facebook Live, so you can click heart and interact. And we actually really hope that for this week that you're commenting, letting us know that you're with us mm -hmm. and um, just agreeing with us because like you, this is all really unusual and different and we're trying to figure it out every Every day, everything is changing. Mm -hmm. And so the more that we can just be connected and show that we're in this together is super helpful. And then I think above all of that, one of the ways that we really need to keep in mind how we're together and we're all in this together, and that is that as much as this is unusual mm -hmm. and different, it's certainly not persecution. And we have other brothers and sisters in the world mm -hmm. who actually face persecution for their worship, who actually face real, real threats and real danger mm -hmm. to be able to come and worship. And so as much as this is throwing off our schedules, mm -hmm. let's just keep perspective yeah. um, that there's a lot of other heavy stuff going on surrounding our brothers and sisters as mm -hmm. they worship. And so let's just keep perspective there. We're all in it together. So I actually wanna pray you know, to start this off, but just keep in mind, you know, as different as does it become for us to worship? And the world is facing it in a, in a much different way as well. So let's pray and we'll jump into today. God, we love you so much. We're so grateful for today and the way that you lead us. We know that you're with us through everything. God, you never leave us or forsake us. And so, Lord, we even pray for those uh, around the world that are worshiping you um, in ways that could even be dangerous. Um, Lord, those that are even having to hide uh, as they worship you. God, we just pray that your face uh, is with them, shines on them. Lord, that you empower them and their worship as well as ours today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So we've been in this series called Love Well, and it's really become, uh, for many of us, I'm probably saying all of us, it's really become like a test. You know, as much as we're talking about love well and love your neighbor, you know, these times have really sort of catapulted us into living this um, in a really definite way. And so one of the things we said in this series early on was, this idea of love is not on the list, love is the list. I think Jesus' idea of how we're called to love is not when we feel like it, not when circumstances are right, but it's like in everything we do, we do it with love and we lead with love and love is the motive. And so we want to keep that in mind uh, as we're going forward and, and having this conversation today. 
is love is it's not on the list. It is the list. Everything we do is in love. That's what first Corinthians 13 one reminds us it says this. It says, if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but I do not have love, then I am a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all the mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have the faith that can move mountains, but I do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but I do not have love, I gain nothing. And I think this is a really interesting scripture in the time that we live because you may have some people trying to figure out end time prophecy. Mm -hmm. And so in this climate and situation we're in, like, oh, let's let's discern the times. Let's figure out. And that's okay, And that's appropriate. But if we're spending all our time doing that and we're not taking time to love one another and connect with our community, what a waste. The scripture says it's all for nothing. Mm -hmm. You're spending all that time trying to look into that, but you're not worried or uh, worried is the wrong word. You're not caring for your neighbor. You're not paying attention to those around you then it's all for nothing. Mm -hmm. If you have great faith for how God is going to deliver us and we have all this stuff, but you're still not taking the time to love on the neighbor or pray for somebody Mm -hmm. or then it's all for nothing. And so I think such a great reminder that this thing all comes down to care and to love, Mm -hmm. especially in this time we're called to love well. That's why 1 Corinthians 13, 13 goes on a few verses later to say, And now these three remain, Mm -hmm. faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Now, faith is great. We got to have our faith, especially in these times. Walk in faith, build up your faith, speak faith, speak in hope. Uh, But the greatest of these is love. We got to live out this love. Mm -hmm. And so such a great reminder. But what I want to focus in on today is it's a really easy cliche to say, uh, you were born for such a time as this. This is the time for the church to be the church. But we got to know that Mm -hmm. on the inside. You got to step out of your house, which I know we're not supposed to, but (laughs) when you do, you step out of your house with the focus of God has positioned me, equipped me on purpose, Mm -hmm. for a purpose. Mm -hmm. I'm being I'm being sent to go make a difference. I was born for such a time as this to meet the need or to give a prayer, say a prayer, have a time of worship. Um, God, God created me for this moment. As a matter of fact, John 20, 21 says this again, Jesus said, peace be with you as the father has sent me, I am sending you. So the scripture actually comes after Jesus has resurrected. He shows back up on the scene to his followers and he says, Hey guys, uh, peace be with you. As God has sent me, I'm sending you to do what? To go make a difference, to help people, to love people, to to be Christ in our communities. And so we need to know, even in time of epidemic or crisis or whatever they're going to call it, um, you're still sent by God. Like today, we're still sent by God. We're still equipped by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. We're still completely prepared uh, to go be all that he's called us to be. Mm -hmm. And so wherever you are, however you're interacting or not interacting, whatever actions you're taking in life, know God sent you here Mm -hmm. uh, and is still sending you and preparing you to make a difference. And so in isolation, again, as as somebody who's a people person Mm -hmm. in all this isolation, you might be feeling like I can't make a difference. And what am I doing here? 
I think if we can remember, we can love well because God sent us for mm-hmm. such a time as this. And um, you've been sent to encourage. Yeah. You've been sent to lead people. You've been sent to display God. Mm-hmm. You've been sent to be helpful. Yeah. You've been sent to pray. Oh yeah. my gosh, we have to pray. Uh, you've heard me say before, the old saying is we got to, you got to pay the price. Well, come on. The, the way that we do it is we, we pay the price. The way that we do it is we got to pray the price. Yeah. We, we got to lay down these mm-hmm. prayers and we got to dig deep and we got to cover the earth with, with prayer and thanksgiving and God's word. And so you've been sent to do all these things. Romans 15 says this. It says that the strong among mm-hmm. us must also bear with the weak. Mm-hmm. And so what does that look like for you to love well? Uh, what does it look like for you to live on mission and being mm-hmm. sent by God? Well, one of the ways is we consider who needs help. Yeah. Like, how can we help? How can we make a difference? Mm-hmm. How can we bear with the weak? Maybe in prayer or in listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had times this week where I didn't feel so courageous or mm-hmm. full of faith. Someone came in and built me back up. Yeah. Then there was times I felt full of faith and somebody else didn't. And mm-hmm. I bared with the weak and built them back up. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's the body mm-hmm. of Christ working together, encouraging one another. And, um, and so that is our call, you know, going forward is we're sent for uh, a purpose and it's, it's to love well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to take most of our um, scripture. We got three points and yeah. they're going to they're going to help me preach this uh, this morning. But I'm going to take these points uh, from uh, the writer David. Of course, we see David in Psalm 18 two. David, just like us, uh, has faced scary times. Uh, We know that this actually comes after he just uh, fled Saul. Saul was trying to kill him, and so it's not quite like us. Um, We're being pursued by a microbe. Uh, He was actually pursued. uh, Some of you are like, microbe? I don't know. You're homeschooling. You should know this stuff by now. You're back in school. Um, the, The virus, a microbe, this whole thing. So anyway, his life was physically threatened. And he writes this out about how God has led him in these times of uncertainty and anxiety and pressure and stress. He says this in Psalm 18 too. He says, the Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. Uh, And he goes on to say, my God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Now, you know, any Jewish writer, they wrote in picture. So anytime they would say something, they wouldn't say, oh, that sounds interesting. Rock, refuge, Mm -hmm. fortress. It, It wasn't like a light word. When they heard it, they would automatically click into and check into what does rock mean in this moment? What does fortress mean in this moment? What does deliverer specifically mean? Mm -hmm. So we want to break down what those look like and what he was saying and how it applies to our life. So point number one is this, God is our rock. He's our rock. Uh, He is somebody that is firm in our life. This Mm -hmm. meaning here as our rock would be God is our foundation of it all. He is our foundation of it all. It's not the economy. It's not what's going to happen at work. It's not how they're going to figure out the virus. None of that is our rock. None of that is the foundation. None of that is solid footing. What is solid footing is God, just God. Mm -hmm. And I think there's times where you (coughs) walk around the house. Oh, I don't feel it. And you just got to go, you know what? God is solid footing. I don't got to figure out the rest. Mm -hmm. I don't got to try to put it together. Just like David is saying, you know what? God is my rock. Mm -hmm. He's my foundation. Mm -hmm. He's my security. God is my rock. And again, being sent, remember God, just as God sent Jesus, Jesus saying back to us, he's sending you. He sent us with a purpose of loving well. And one of the things we're sent to do 
is to be a rock to one another, yeah. mm-hmm. is to be a rock for each other and specifically your kids. Yeah. And so we want to talk about a little bit how we can even be a rock as God is our rock and we're called to be imitators of God. How can we be a rock for our yeah. families? Mm-hmm. We've put together a few things, but here's what I know about my kids. My kids believe what they believe mm-hmm. about this virus based on how I've been their rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I was freaking out and going crazy yeah. and panicking, that's how they would feel. Right. But because I believe scripture and I'm showing them the truth and, and God is our defender and, and, and I'm showing them that stuff, they now can have firm footing mm-hmm. yeah. in a stable place because I've been that stability for them. Right. That, that's what we're called to do as parents. Mm-hmm. That's how God's assigned us and positioned us to be. And so we're actually going to talk about what are a couple practical ways mm-hmm. as a church and as parents yeah. and as those that are in kids' lives, how can we show them that God is our rock and he's got us yeah. and how we can live that out. So I love Vanessa this week uh, got together and said, hey, I want to provide and put together some resources that mm-hmm. we can get to parents. And um, you'll see all that stuff go out on social media. Um, but uh, just share your idea of what you put together. Yeah. So I want to just put together a page that you guys could jump on and like, mm-hmm. if you are struggling with what do I talk to my kids about there are some great articles I even put a podcast on there for you guys to listen to on our Pinterest page and it's about how to talk to your kids about worrying without freaking them out like you said Mm -hmm. and we have different um, like groups and pins in there about preschool worship and elementary worship because I don't know about you but when things are thrown off in our home my kids Mm -hmm. want routine and so I put some of our favorite songs that we were upstairs listening to so that when we're in our home and we hear that song it's going to bring those feelings back you know and and all those things so um, you're going to see that go on our Facebook vertical kids page and just be looking out for that we'll be sharing it and and use those resources yeah and at the end of uh, our talk today you're going to see we'll put a slide up. We'll give you some more information yeah. about what that's going to look mm-hmm. like, but, but use that. Don't yeah. let that go by. Yeah, I think right. it's easy for us to be like, Oh, we're home with our kids. Yeah. We're going to do Disney plus, and we're going to do Netflix <laughs> and we're going to do all these things. And that stuff's fun. I hope you're doing all yeah. that stuff. I think you should be doing puzzles. Yeah. I think you should be putting pranks on, 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 you know, everybody. We came <laughs> oh, home. Great. My mom no, watched the kids. They, say, don't they, say they reprogrammed all our clocks while we were <laughs> going. I came home like, what is <laughs> yeah. going on? That's, and yeah. uh, I think They're you gotta have, yeah, you got, you gotta have all that fun. Totally have all that fun. But I think you're doing a disservice if you're not looking at like what the word says about how to how to lead through these times. And so great, great resources there. Mm -hmm. Our families are going to look back on Mm -hmm. this time. They're going to tell their kids and their grandkids about what was it like when you went through the thing and you have an opportunity for it to be a really great testimony. And so we got to keep that in front of us. And so we take confidence in our heavenly father Mm -hmm. as our rock. I think our kids also take confidence in us Mm -hmm. as we're called to be their rock and their leaders. Mm -hmm. So I encourage you to be up on that. Number two, um, he, David says, God is my fortress. Mm -hmm. God is our fortress. Point number two, God is our fortress. And, um, again, speaking in picture, their mind would have known exactly what this means. It's a castle, a castle or or a dwelling place that would have been surrounded by a fortress. Mm -hmm. So whether that was a a rock wall with a moat or maybe Mm -hmm. people uh, with turrets or arrow shooters Mm -hmm. or some type of spear thrower, basically what he's saying is, I can, because of my connectivity to God, Mm -hmm. I can be in this dwelling place knowing that he's a fortress around me. 
and therefore I can be in perfect peace. Mm -hmm. right. I can be in here loving on the kids and, yeah. and, and going through life, maybe working from home or whatever is end up going. To, but you got to know God's your fortress. Mm -hmm. He's totally surrounding us in this yeah. time. I don't know what it looks like and all these things are happening. But guess what? God's our fortress. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. got us surrounded. He's got us protected. The word says that he goes before us. Yeah. And so it's just an awesome picture to be like, you know what? I, I don't have to lose sleep over this. Right. I don't have to shuffle through the house gritting my teeth and stress. Why? Because around me, mm -hmm. God is my fortress yeah. and, and he's taking care of things. And so I love how Isaiah chapter 32, verse 18 mm -hmm. says, my people will live in peaceful dwelling places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That needs to be something you're, we just speak yeah, over our homes yeah. often. My people will live in peaceful dwelling places. Yeah. Scripture says in secure homes, in undisturbed places of rest. Yeah. I mean, you got to write that down, put yeah. that somewhere mm -hmm. and, uh, and just remind ourselves that he's our fortress. Mm -hmm. His desire is we live in a dwelling place that's secure and undisturbed. Mm -hmm. God can give us that rest. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, the truth is we like to think, and Jess is going to help me with this in just a minute, but we like to think everything's out of control. Mm -hmm. oh, it's all out of control. The stock market's out of control. Mm -hmm. My job's out of control. And my kids are home, so definitely home is out <laughs> of control. We think all these things are out of control, but if you actually think about it, you're in control of more than you're not in control. Yeah, that's yeah. You're in control of how much you can pray. Mm -hmm. You're in control of how much you can worship. You're in control of what you can be listening to or not listening yeah. to. You're in control of how much gossiping you can participate mm -hmm. in, yeah. how much negativity yeah. you want to be involved in, how much worry you want to be involved mm -hmm. in. You're still in control of that. Okay. You're in control of how much trust you're allowing yourself to have in God in, yeah. in process yeah. of how he's leading mm -hmm. us. So it's easy to throw our hands up at everything and say, everything's out of control. Mm -hmm. Everything's crazy. I'm not going to do anything. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. We're in control of all these other ways that God can lead us. Right. And we need, we need to live that way mm -hmm. of God. God still has me in a place that that I can use self-control. Mm -hmm. I can walk in the fruits of the spirit yeah. over all these yeah. areas of my life. Mm -hmm. And um, I know Jess, my wife, she uh, she has a great thought about yeah. being a thermostat uh, in our homes and being in control. Yeah. She's an Enneagram one, <laughs> which is like for me, basically the total, to total opposite of me. <laughs> they say that like Robert Morris has taught us before in the Blessed Family series, <laughs> Um, that you marry the opposite sex, you literally marry the opposite. And so Enneagram one, the Enneagram one, they love. What are you going to tell them? They, well, I can't say it my way because it's okay. not mean, but they love details and structure so, yes. and suffocation. I, I mean, <laughs> oh my goodness. So I am all about structure, my schedule, my to-do list and yeah. my tasks and um, the ladies out there, you all have heard yeah. Vanessa and I talk about this. We live a lot by structure and routine. Mm -hmm. So I know if your schedules are thrown out, mm -hmm. and mine is, so I know yours is too. Your kids are home. Maybe you're working from yeah. home like Josh mentioned. But I just want you to understand that you are in control of the, yeah. therm of the thermostat of your home. Mm -hmm. So if you're walking around in fear and allowing fear in your heart and in your home, yeah. and you're walking around not trusting and stressed out and mm -hmm. your anxiety is up here because your lists aren't done, your laundry right. is piling up, right. you're trying to homeschool your kids <laughs> now, your kids feel that. They so do. they feel your stress and your, mm -hmm. um, your anxiety. And mm -hmm. it's 
we have the amazing opportunity and privilege to bring God's love and peace. Yes. Yep. And like Josh was saying, God is our rock. He's mm-hmm. our fortress. We can speak that over our homes yeah. and over our kids every day. And that brings God's peace in. So we can take the atmosphere from crazy and stressful yes. to peaceful. Yeah. And it's an opportunity that we, I call it an opportunity yeah. instead of a burden. Yeah. Um, so just a scripture that I've been just reading daily lately is Psalm 55, 22, and it's cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. Mm-hmm. So if you um, just keep that on your heart and just know I'm going to give God my burdens today and allow his peace to come into our home. Yeah, that's good. I love that. What I love about that, too, is it brings us to point number three, which is when we do that, when we give it to God, we turn it over to him. Ultimately, he's in control. Even when we can't understand Mm -hmm. it, we turn that all over to him. It allows us to do that other part of the verse, which is to understand that God is our deliverer. He's the one who's going to save us in this, transform us in this. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's our deliverer. And um, it's, again, funny, as I mentioned, like we literally... Uh, we need a deliverer. We need Mm -hmm. a deliverer right Mm -hmm. now. And it's funny because we say, oh, what do you need deliverance from? Is Saul chasing you or the chariots after you? No, it's that microbe. You know, that microbe we need to be delivered from. And I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but it's perspective of our dependency on God. You know, like way much have we said, oh, if I do this, I can work this out and do this and work this out. No, we need a dependency on God as our deliverer. And um, I thought about, I grew up with the pool. And so we we had a pool, an above ground pool. And so, of course, one of the things that was so fun to do as a kid was to make a whirlpool. And so you just get that thing spinning (laughs) so fast. As a kid, uh, you still do that. Yeah, I do it now. Yeah. And it goes faster. It, yeah. <laughs> it goes faster because I'm bigger. And so you get that thing going. And uh, that was too much laughing. Thank you. But um, you get that thing going fast. And then as a kid, like when you're ready to get out of the whirlpool, yeah. uh, you, you got you to gotta grab, you know, onto something. And so sometimes if you grab what's in there, it's going to keep going. So there's oh, a raft yeah. or a float or a thing. Mm-hmm. The whirlpool just, it keeps going. It keeps going no matter what you grab on. And I think that's what we're doing right now. There's like a whirlpool going on in our lives. And I think we're going, I need to grab onto this or, Mm -hmm. oh, I need to grab onto this thing of the world or that economic report or what does this Mm -hmm. person say? All you're going to do is keep swirling. You're just going to keep going, keep going. But if you could ever... As a child, if you could ever get to the ladder, yeah. how many are with me? Yeah. Even when you're little and it's going too fast, you try to grab that thing. Oh, I missed it. You got to go around one more time. If you can ever get that ladder, yeah. the deliverer, yeah. you yeah. get a hold of that ladder, that solid rock. You get that deliverer and, and it takes you out. Yeah. It takes you, it delivers you yeah. up from that swirl. And that's what God is here in mm-hmm. this picture is, is it's, mm-hmm. Hey, look, I want to be your deliverer. Yeah. Um, as Jess was saying, as we cast all these burdens, as we put all of our, our heart and prayers and passions and desires, as we give it all over yeah. to God, uh, it allows him to come and be that deliverer and mm-hmm. pull us up yeah. out of that situation. Mm-hmm. John fifteen seven gives us a great explanation yeah. of what this looks like. It says, if you remain in me mm-hmm. and my words remain in you, yeah. not the words of the news, not the words yeah. of like what everybody's saying at work, not all those are, if my words remain yeah. in you, then it says, ask whatever you wish yeah. and it will be done for you. Right. Meaning I'll deliver you. Yes. Yes. If you remain in me, you yeah. have a lifestyle of remaining in God. Mm-hmm. You're remaining yeah. in him. It's saying then, then God has the ability yeah. to be our deliverer and take yeah. us from that. And so I think it's easy for us to go, um, oh, how do we remain in him? Right. 
how do we remain in God? Well, at church, I got to go to church yeah. and I got to worship and I got to remain in him at church yeah. or at Bible study or women's conference. That's right. how we're, and now we can't do that. So I can't mm-hmm. remain in him. Remaining in God is wherever yeah. you are in life. Yeah, I mean, for me in this time, if I'm out in the garage and working mm-hmm. on a dirt bike or yeah. going to do anything and I'm worshiping and I'm being prayerful, I'm remaining in God. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa was like talking about, why don't yeah. you tell them about like running? I know like for running? me, well, somebody dragged me into running. And it actually, for <laughs> me, though, it, it's turned into a place of worship. I've mentioned it before yeah. that like even ha- majority of my conference notes that I'm going to share from you came from when I was running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's because my mind is quiet. Yeah. I don't have that to-do list. And I'm just listening and abiding in him. And I think that's a huge reminder that no matter what we're doing, mm-hmm. when we remain in him, he meets us there. Whether yeah. I'm remaining in him while I'm doing dishes or folding yeah. the laundry mm-hmm. or doing whatever those things. And I think a lot of the times when it says in John 15, 7, like when you remain in him and you ask and he'll deliver you, like Pastor Josh was saying, a lot of the times I need that deliverance from the whirlpool of my emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you were saying, it's like my emotions have got the best of me. And mm-hmm. I really just cry out, like restore my soul, restore Restore my mind, yeah. bring me back to that place where I know you're going to deliver me from mm-hmm. those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a song, I talked about it in our Advent around Christmas time, but there's a song that I put on in my house yeah. when my feelings are like, we all know that feeling where you're like, it starts in your stomach and all of a sudden it's like at my neck. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. yeah. And it's these feelings of just like uneasiness and being unsettled. And it's called running in circles. And it starts off by saying the phrase, I'm so forgetful, but you always remember mind me and you're the only one who can bring me peace yeah. and then I also love like in Matthew eleven twenty eight, it says come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will mm-hmm. give you rest and why I like that verse with that song is because he actually means that he actually means if I come and give him my like even you said right. like cast your burdens on him mm-hmm. he's gonna give me that rest he's gonna deliver me if I remain in him but I'm so forgetful and he needs to remind me like I'm so yeah. forgetful that I let my emotions get the best of me before yep. I've done that. Mm-hmm. And yep. so I just wanted to encourage you with that. Don't let your remaining in him have to be this picture perfect idea of yep. like right. church, right. even our quiet time. We've been mm-hmm. talking yeah. about that a lot, Jess. Like yeah. my quiet time has looked a lot different lately. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And just calling out to him and inviting mm-hmm. him into that presence and yep. changing the thermostat, like yep. you said, yep. is going to help us. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's super good, and it can be really practical in this time. Like, wherever you can get that time of, of all right, God, I'm, I'm just drawing yeah. near to you. Yeah. You're going to draw near to me. Right. Uh, Jess, like, talks about being that thermostat. Yeah. There's times that it, it gets up. It just gets yeah. to this thing, and she she puts everything down. Yep. Yeah. They go on YouTube Worship with the kids. Party. Dance party. Yeah. Like, they yeah. just put on yeah. a couple worship songs. I've seen those songs. videos. That's yeah. a lot lately. They, they, get, they yeah. just get crazy. Mm-hmm. It changes the atmosphere. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. not like a cute little cliche of, like, you're the thermostat no. in the home. Like, no. that literally changes mm-hmm. the yeah. atmosphere of your home. So, yeah, yeah whether a run, in the garage, mm-hmm. whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, it's really important for mm-hmm. us yeah. to remain in him yeah. and his words remain in us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so don't get caught up that it has to be in such a churchy way right. at church, at worship, right. mm-hmm. in the thing. You can do it through scripture, yeah. devotion, however you're allowing mm-hmm. him to lead yeah. and remain in you and you abide in him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just got to be where we live and, it, and it's where he, that's where he can step in and be, yeah. be the deliverer. And yeah, so I know he's doing it. Mm-hmm. I know God has gone before us. I'm excited to see, um, basically uh, anytime there's pruning in our life, it's mm-hmm. for growth. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're just, I'm expecting, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. full of faith and full yeah. of expectation of, mm-hmm. of God is pruning and there's great growth coming mm-hmm. and, um, it's going to be amazing. So 
Let's pray. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we got a few cool things to share with you here at the end. God, we love you so much. So grateful for your word and Lord, for just the way that you're loving on us. Mm-hmm. God, I just pray that as this word goes out, God, it heals. Um, it just brings um, not only just comfort, mm-hmm. um, but Lord, it just even brings um, like just a stillness and just a calm. Lord, as we remain in you, as we trust mm-hmm. you, as we pursue you, God, we we know you're our rock. We know you are for you are our fortress, mm-hmm. um, and you are our deliverer. God, I pray that you give us the eyes to see that in every single area as we love you and pursue you uh, all our days uh, going forward. In Jesus' name, Amen. Mm-hmm couple practical things we're excited to let you know about um, just because of your generosity and faithfulness mm-hmm. and just the incredible people that you are. Um, I'm sure you saw already uh, on different platforms, but we're still able to pack our hand-to-hand resources yeah. and get food out to kids mm-hmm. and just had an awesome time this week of seeing that go forward. So thank you so much for staying connected yeah. that way. Um, as you get the emails and find the ways you can participate, we, we, we absolutely are planning to keep yeah. all that going. Um, our facility uh, here at the yeah. church is actually closed, mm-hmm. so the building is closed, uh, but we are still keeping our office hours. So while you can't really come to the building and get in, we're here to help. Anything we can do, we'd love to be able to connect with you, be there for you. And so just be in touch with us, be in contact. Uh, anything we can do, we'd love to be able to do that. And um, website, Facebook, all those ways, you mm-hmm. got to reach out to us. Um, we'd love to be able to do that. And then... Um, one other thing to let you know about is, um, again, the, the Pinterest yeah. wall. Um, all those details, they're going to roll out through social media. Yeah. You're also going to be able to find ways, you know, through email and different yeah. stuff we put out. But I encourage you to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Use that as a great resource mm-hmm. and, um, and be a part of what God is doing that right. way. And then lastly, many of you have asked. I know a lot of you, mm-hmm. uh, the way that you give your tithes and your offering are during church services. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, we don't have those and we won't have those for a little while. And so just simply, you can give just right through the mail. Um, just go ahead and just send it right to the church if that's how you still want to give. Uh, if you don't feel like you want to give digitally, you can do it by mail. Uh, but I encourage you to just jump in digitally. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff is free for you to use online. So right on our website, verticalstory.com, click on generosity, and then you can set up all of your stuff online. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things that might sound like a pain to first set up, but after you do it, you're going to be like, oh, I should have been doing this a long time ago. This is really easy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can track it, keep up with it. And so, um, um, use that off the website as well. So yeah. thank you so much. Uh, I, I look forward to uh, interacting with you any way that I can. <laughs> yeah. um, like if you just want to come to the church and throw rocks at the window, I'll, uh, I'll come out and talk with you because I'm desperate. So much love. We'll see you soon. Yeah.